Good morning. Uh, just a reminder, uh, next week on the 23rd, we're going to have a voters meeting. It will follow the second service, and there also will be a light lunch provided. Uh, at the end of this month, we're having our Referfest celebration, and we are selling uh, tickets uh, for the event and the meal right after both of our services. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to purchase your tickets yet, uh, they're asking if you could please do it today, uh, because after today, they actually need to give a bit of a head count to the caterer, so they're trying to get as, as best of an accurate figure as possible. So again, someone will be in the narthex after worship this morning and at the second service uh, selling those tickets. Uh, one announcement for our confirmation class classes. We are meeting tomorrow. Uh, however, there is an event going on downstairs tomorrow evening in the Undercroft, so we'll be having our class uh, most likely in the conference room downstairs, which is also the library. The Old Testament reading for this, the 19th Sunday after Pentecost, is from the 32nd chapter of Genesis. The same night, Jacob arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and everything else that he had, and Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket. And Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, And yet my life has been delivered. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the third chapter of 2 Timothy. As for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, In Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. And will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. 
As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. This is the word of the Lord. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 18th chapter. Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused. But afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus told a story today about a woman. This woman had gone through a lot in her life, and now she was a widow. And she had a problem. Someone in the town had wronged her. We don't know what they did to her. Maybe someone stole property that was legally hers. Maybe someone tried to take her land. But whoever it was, they picked the wrong woman to mess with. This woman wasn't the type to just roll over easily. She may not have had any family to help her. This woman was persistent, and she knew who could help her, the local mayor. Jesus said that this widow went to the local judge, basically our version of a town mayor, and she begged for help. This widow would basically show up at the mayor's office at 8.30 in the morning, knowing it didn't open until 9, but she wanted to see the mayor. As that mayor gets to work, he would walk right past her, even though she was begging for help. Well, that widow would have stayed outside the mayor's office to catch him as he left for his lunch break. But he just brushed right past her, even though she was begging for help. And the widow was still there when he came back from his lunch break, still begging for his help, pleading that he would help her. She even grabbed the edge of his jacket to try to stop him, but nothing. And when the mayor left work at the end of the day, that widow was still there, still begging, still pleading for help. And the next morning, the widow showed up and did the same thing. She was there at lunch. She was there at the end of the day. And she was there the next day. And the next day, she wasn't going to give up. Smear was the only one who could help her. She would be persistent in her begging for help. Finally, the mayor listened to this widow. He doesn't listen because he fears God. 
He doesn't listen because he cares for this widow. The mayor listens because he just wants this widow to stop bothering him. That's why he finally listened to her. So she would just be quiet. How sad. Jesus actually revealed why he told this story. The Bible says this. Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. Keep praying. Don't lose heart. In many ways, we're like that woman. We're like the widow a lot of times. When it comes to God. Maybe we have also been wronged by someone in this life. And we ask God for help. That's possible. Better yet. Maybe we have just suffered wrongs in this life. And we ask God for help. Maybe we suffer through a terrible illness or disease. Whether we are young or old doesn't matter. All of our bodies have been wronged by the fall into sin. We suffer. So what do we do? We pray to God. We ask for deliverance. We may beg for it. Only God can help us. And we pray and we pray and we pray. Sometimes it feels like maybe God isn't listening. So we are praying before we get out of bed. We are praying at lunchtime. We are praying at the end of the day. But it's hard because sometimes it doesn't feel like God is listening. Because it doesn't look like anything has changed. At times, it may feel like God is just like that mayor in the store. Who's just brushing our requests aside. We pray to God constantly, often for serious things. We pray that our family, our children would remain in the faith. And we may feel sometimes like God is walking right past us as we beg that request. We may pray to know we are forgiven of our sins, the sins we do daily and the many sins we've done in the past that still bother us. We pray earnestly for help with that. We pray constantly to feel forgiven. And sometimes it may seem like God is walking away from us, just like that mayor treated that widow in our story. It may feel that way. We do pray for serious things. In the face of death, we beg for a miracle to happen. We plead with God. For just a few more years, even a few more months, a few more days. And we may end those prayers with, not my will, but your will be done. And we may mean it, but what we really, really want is for our will to be done. And it may feel like we are grabbing onto the hem of Jesus' cloak, begging that He will listen to us and give us what we want. And then we don't get what we wanted. It's hard. 
Today, Jesus told that story of the widow and that horrible mayor. And Jesus told the story so we would always pray and not lose heart. Sometimes we may feel like the widow who prays and prays and is not heard. That could be true. But the widow only had that mayor she was begging for help from. And we, we have someone totally different from that mayor. We have God. And the one we are praying to is nothing like that mayor. The God whom we pray to, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, always has our best interests in heart. Our God always knows what we need before we even ask it. At the end of the story, Jesus even said, Will not God give justice to his elect who cried him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. You see, every prayer we have ever prayed to God, and I mean this, every prayer has already been answered for us in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we pray for our families that faith would continue, hasn't Jesus done everything for you so you could have faith in him? For the forgiveness of sins that we do and have done, didn't Jesus already die for every single one of them? One sacrifice for all sins. Your prayers have already been answered for forgiveness. Jesus spilled his blood for your forgiveness. And Jesus has already done this for you. You are forgiven of everything. And when it comes to the most serious prayers we pray, the prayers for healing. The prayers in the face of death. Your prayers have already been answered. And God has not said no to you. God could never say no to you. Jesus' resurrection from the dead has become your resurrection from the dead. When you pray for healing, you will have a healing. One that lasts forever in Christ. When you pray to be delivered from death, even beg for that. God says to you, yes, I've answered your prayer. You will rise from the dead just like my son rose from the dead. I know we may want that right here and right now. But we don't have to act like little children who are grumpy when they don't get what they want and when they want it. God has said yes to you. Death will never separate you from God, not because of Jesus' resurrection. As Jesus said to the thief on the cross, today you will be with me in paradise. And even though we may be separated from our loved ones by death, that will just be for a very short time. 
Death will not keep our bodies in the grave forever. One day Jesus will return. And when Jesus returns, he will recreate our bodies and you will have a new glorified body that death will never be able to touch ever again. I know sometimes we can feel just like that widow. We can feel like we haven't been hurt. We may feel like God is ignoring us, but nothing could be further from the truth. Jesus Christ knows what you need in this life. And 2,000 years ago, he already answered every single one of your prayers. Every one of your prayers has been answered through Christ's death and Christ's resurrection. Every single one of your prayers can find their fulfillment in what Christ has done for you. And every prayer has already been answered yes to you, all through Christ. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.